Hi everyone, David Lynham here again. Um, welcome to another Block 101 podcast episode. So, um, still a lot of talk about New Year, New Me, big goals. We've all got the same big ambitions at the start of the year. Um, and uh, this episode, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I'm going to talk about what I think um, this year is all about, certainly from our perspective over at Kaizen and um, why uh, why I've come to that conclusion as well. So I'm gonna put it out there. I mentioned this uh, at the end of last year on social media. This year is gonna be the year of the box office. Now, this is a personal one for me. Um, I've got a lot of reasons why I think this is so. Um, as I've mentioned on previous uh, podcasts and definitely online, we're focusing heavily this year on the box office uh, over at Kaizen in terms of what we're building, some of the tools that we are now putting out there. Um, we are putting a lot of focus and effort on the box office, um, which for me is a, a, a subject close to my heart. Um, it's really where I started out in my, my career in the ticketing industry 20 something odd years ago. Um, gloss over that. Um, but a lot of this is the reason why I started the company in the first place. Um, so I remember um, being sat in the ticket office over at Tottenham Hotspur back in the old White Hart Lane, um, which back then uh, at that time was a porter cabin in the middle of a car park, which seemed like we were in the middle of nowhere. Um, and kind of looking out the window and sort of saying out loud, one day I'm going to build a ticketing system that I actually like to work with. And that's no slight on the system that we were working with at the time. It's actually really good. Um, but I just felt that there was so much more that could be done and so much more that could be done better um, in terms of the tools that we had to use uh, sort of day to day, basically. Um, it kind of felt to me like nothing had ever been built by someone that had actually had the need to sit there and use it all day. Um, and that's pretty much the, the basis under which I started the company. Just I just felt that there was so much more to offer. Uh, I felt that I could try and, and pull together the right group of people to make that happen. And we're kind of in the process of getting there now. Um, but I think if you've got that strong why, that strong belief, um, at the start as to why we're doing something and why this is important. Um, for me, this is a really exciting year now because um, I'm really going to get an opportunity to put some of this into action and, and test some of my theories, I guess, and see if, um, if what I think is important uh, is still important, is still relevant. And of course, there'll be lots of research being done to make sure we are doing the right things. Because um, in fairness, it was a long time ago since I've been sat in a box office selling tickets every day. However, uh, I do know that we can probably do better in terms of serving the people that are sat in box offices day to day. Um, so that was a big one in terms of like why I started out. I'm going to share with you a story which I haven't told that many people, to be fair. And it still to this day makes me feel uncomfortable. It's probably an understatement. Um, but going back to, to that time I talked about um, in the Spurs box office, um, I made a huge, huge 
F up, a huge error. Um, one um, morning, um, as you, you know, if you work in a box office, you kind of know how it is. There's a million things going on at once. Um, and I man- managed to print a load of tickets for a fairly big game um, at the wrong price and then send them to our opponents who had subsequently sold pretty much all of them at the wrong price. Um, and, you know, I take full responsibility for it. It was me that did it. And, you know, I held my hands up and I even offered to, you know, as we try to claw back the money to pay the difference, I think we got within a couple of grand of, um, of getting it all back. Um, so there's no sort of blame on my part of, you know, the tools I was using or anything like that. However, um, I do think it would have been possible to avoid errors like that um, if, uh, you know, there were maybe just sort of a few more checks and maybe a slightly less manual intervention needed in order to get my job done. Um, and I mean, I made the, the Daily Mail, Mail Online Sport. I've got it here in front of me. Uh, I'm just going to read you the headline and you can go and search it out and look for the article yourself. Arsenal fans ask their fans, no, sorry, let me start again. Arsenal ask their fans to cough up cash for Derby seats after Spurs ticket fiasco. That was me. That was a long time ago, but yeah. So um, enough said about that. Ticket fiasco, I mean, that's uh, that's a low. Um, So why am I telling you all of this? Well, okay, so this is the year of the box office. This is the year where Kaizen as a company, we're gonna step up, we're gonna start building out tools to make the life of the person in the box office way easier than it has been before. Um, it's, you know, the way that I think pretty much any ticketing system, certainly the ones that I've worked on, have generally been built. It always has felt like the box office has been a bit of an afterthought or just generally thought of last. Um, and all of the, the effort, if you like, and the, the, the upgrades and the, the new features often go into the more supporter or customer focusing or, you know, um, focused side of things. Um, people like to talk about fan experience a lot. People like to talk about cross-selling, upselling, knowing you know where you like to sit and making it simple to, to buy online. And, and that's all good and important stuff. But I do feel that we also lose sight of the people day-to-day who have to run the operation. Um, there are tons of things that have to be done in a box office before the first person goes online to even buy a ticket. And I think it's really important that we as a company acknowledge that and we step up and deliver tools that are just as good to the person in the box office as it would be for the person uh, who is going to go and watch a game and go through a club's website to buy. Um, For me, as you can probably tell, this is like a really important topic because I've kind of lived it, I've been through all of the crap. Um, I've had to make do and work around. I've had a, a work around for everything that I wanted to do. I'd be a very rich man if I had a pound for every time I've had to do that. Um, and it's just, you know, like the age we're in now, it's just not good enough. We should be providing tools that allow people to do their jobs more efficiently, more effectively. And so that's what we're going to do. Um, it's crazy. Some of the stories I've heard whilst I've been doing research on this and 
you know, I've acknowledged already, I think in this podcast already, I, I it's been a long time since I've really been in a box office day to day. Um, you know, I've I've done bits and pieces here and there since I, I left my job at Spurs and obviously at Ticketmaster and I freelanced a little bit and I've done event day stuff and but you know, my day to day involvement in the box office, you know, we're talking a while now. So I've been around the country in the last probably three or four months. Um, going around talking to people that are actually doing it now, that are, you know, sort of living the dream. And um, some of the stories I've heard are crazy. And I spoke to one box office manager uh, going back a couple of months and he said that, you know, he still can't run a report um, from outside of his office. So sometimes he might get a call from the club CEO or the club chairman. Uh, they're based in another country. It's a Sunday afternoon. They want to get an update on sales for a certain match or a certain period of time. He has to actively get up, get in his car, drive 15 minutes into the office, run the report, and then give the information to that person. That is nuts. We are in 2020. How on earth is that happening? So things like this, we can address this, we can fix this, we can make it better. There are so many other stories like that that I've heard. It just makes me think, you know, we, we talk a lot about innovation. We talk a lot about, you know, new technologies. But what are we actually doing to serve the people on the other side of the fence? Um, so, well, we're going to do something about that. The other thing I've always said is, you know, given the way that technology has evolved, um, you know, if you've got to spend all day using a piece of software, our job needs to be to make sure it's a piece of software you like using. It's a piece of software you enjoy interacting with. I remember in my fairly early days as a product manager at Ticketmaster, I discovered Trello. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. It doesn't even feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing work. I'm in this app. It's really simple, very easy for me to use. I can get a lot of my work done in here. And it was actually a joy to use it. I want people to feel like that about using our product. So that's gonna be our, our big focus this year. Um, we're going to make the box office um, a, an enjoyable place to be for anyone that's using our software. Um, you know, I've always said as well about running your box office from anywhere. There's no way people need to be leaving their house at the weekend to go and run reports. That's just nuts. So making sure that, you know, you as a box office person have tools that you can use on mobile devices with the right security features that allow you to do what you need to do from where you are at the time, distribute information more efficiently, get things done a lot more efficiently and enjoy using it in the process. That's the brief, real simple. Um, so that's my big prediction for the year, 2020, year at the box office. We're gonna go all out on this one. It kind of ties into our big goal of going bigger, getting into larger clients, bigger clubs, selling more tickets. That's all on the agenda. This is a key part of that happening. So um, as always, thank you uh, for, for listening, for tuning in. If you're enjoying the stuff that's coming out, please rate it, review it. Love to get your feedback. We're gonna have a few more interviews coming up as well in the coming weeks. I've just been lining up the next batch of guests and I've got some good ones. Um, so looking forward to that. I've recorded a couple already, so they're gonna be coming soon. Um, and if there's anyone else you know, that you think needs to be on the show, should be on the show, got an important point to talk about, something interesting to say, 
then please get in touch with me. You know, I'm always accessible. I'm always open to having a chat about new and interesting things. You know where I am. So um, thank you again for, for tuning in. Really appreciate you having, having you as a listener. And uh, I will catch up with you very soon. See ya.